Mr. Jerry Banton is going to come forward and uh, share a message with you. And, um, talk to us a little bit about what God did at the Gosh at the Gosh retreat and the message that He's speaking to the body of Christ. So. All right. No power on heaven and earth can take us away from his love. That's the promise I'm standing on this morning. So that because that says that no matter how bad I stand up and I stammer and I stumble through this, that he's got me. Um, Paul said, um, hey, what about um, bringing a little bit of the guys you treat Sunday morning, what they do, what we went through? And uh, my immediate thought was run. But after that, it was, you know, uh, yeah, it'd be great for the body to see what what we present to these young men uh, at our guys' retreats. First, though, if you had anything to do with the guys' retreat from a leader's position or leading of groups, I'd like for you to stand, please. This is the team that puts stuff together. This is the team that made, makes the guys retreat work. These are the guys that do work. Oh no. He went for a bar stool. But don't worry, I'm not going to be here long. I promised. Promised. Alright, um, our key verse was uh, 1 Corinthians 12, 12. And we, uh, this actually came to me last year uh, at the end of our guys' retreat. And uh, I saw a group of guys that, they were all, they were all believers and they were, uh, they were great guys. They were individualized. There were a bunch of people around, and, you know, and I thought, well, you know, we got to draw them closer together. Being a Christian among yourself is great, but, but we're called to be a body. So um, 1 Corinthians 12, 12 is what we're talking about. And uh, it says, The body is a unit, though it is made up of many parts. And though all its parts are many, they form one body. So it is with Christ. And that's that's what we're talking about. We were talking about with the young man. It was it was, hey, guys, we are a brotherhood. We're one. And uh, throughout this talk, you know, I, I, I figured, OK, let's 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 explain it to him. And so much of this ties into the body here as well. It's it's who, what, when, where, why. All right. The basics of writing. But it applies here. And what is exactly what that is. We are the body. We are called to be uh, a brotherhood. We're called to, we're called to unity together. Um, well, then you go, all right, well, who? Matthew chapter 25, verse 34 through 40 says... Then the king will say to those on his right, come, you who are blessed by my father, take your inheritance. The kingdom prepared for you since the creation of the world. For I was hungry and you gave me something to eat. I was thirsty and you gave me something to drink. 
I was a stranger and you invited me in. I needed clothes and you clothed me. I was sick and you looked after me. I was in prison and you came to visit me. Then the righteous will answer him. Lord, when do we see you hungry and feed you or thirsty and give you something to drink? When did we see you, a stranger, invite you in or needing clothes and clothe you? When did we see you sick or in prison and go to visit you? And the king will reply, I tell you the truth. Whatsoever you did for one of the least of these brothers of mine, you did for me. And that's that's unity. That's brotherhood. That's doing. And uh, that's walking it out. As I as told some of the guys this week, that's walking it out. All of these things that we do, and, and it's we're doing doing them for the brothers, for our family. So that's who. Right, so then we go to why. Why? Well, first off, because he told us. But First Timothy. Uh, well, let me back up. There's one more who. First Timothy chapter five verse one shows the the inclusionary parts of it. It says, "Do not rebuke an older man harshly, but exhort him as if he were your father. Treat younger men as brothers, older women as mothers, and younger women as sisters, with absolute purity." So it's all inclusive. When I say brothers, it's not just brothers, not just guys. It was to these young men, but it goes further than that. It's all of us. So, why? Why? Because Jesus commanded us to. Romans chapter 12, verse 10. Be devoted to one another in brotherly love. Honor one another above yourselves. Honor one another above yourselves. I challenge these guys this week to do that. I challenge them to... Honor somebody else among uh, among the group more than themselves. Put them above you. Out honor them. Pray for each other. Out pray each other. You know. Give more of yourself than you than you bring in. Because I told them that the world's the world's message to them is get yours. And that's the, that's the word that we see everywhere we go. Get yours. Get as much of it as you can and satisfy yourself. And the word's message is, if you need some, here's mine. If you need more, I'll be here when you get back. And that's the word's message. Take mine. Have mine. And as they, these guys that were up here, uh, you know, they come from all different backgrounds. We don't know what's going on in their lives. We don't. You know, a lot of times we see a nice facade. And we see guys that are holding stuff in. That's just like us. It's just like us. Everyone in here has got something going on. you got something in your life that's it's hard. And uh, we're, we're, we're told to sharpen each other. We're told to be united and and encouraging. So, that's why. When? Okay, so the question for these young guys is, 
Well, when am I supposed to do that? First John chapter three, verse 13 through 17 says, do not be surprised, my brothers, if the world hates you. We know that you have passed from death to life because we love our brothers. So when? When is when we commit our lives to Christ? When is once we join this unity, this family, this brotherhood? When is when when we come, we have that that saving relationship with Christ and all of a sudden the world changes. The world changes and we 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 start to care about the brothers, as it says, we, we know it. And the world's going to hate us for it, because remember, the world, world's message is is selfish. It's get yours is me. And the world's message is here. So that's when. How? How do we do this? That's a hard thing for these guys. It's a hard thing for these guys because, you know, like I said, you don't know what they're going through. You don't know. It's awkward sometimes, especially as a, a young man. I remember that time. It wasn't that long ago. Come on, people. I remember. I remember. I remember how hard it was because as a young man, it's image. It's peer pressure. It's. What does the world think of me? What do my classmates think of me? What, you know, what do my, my, my guys think of me, you know? And uh, how, how, how am I going to do all this? And, it, and it's hard. But First Peter chapter 3, verse 8 and 9. It says, finally, all of you live in harmony with one another. Be sympathetic. Love as brothers, be compassionate and humble. Do not repay evil with evil or insult with insult, but with blessing. Because to this you were called so that you may inherit a blessing. So that's, that's how. Being sympathetic, loving as brothers, compassionate, humble, encouraging, uplifting, loving. A lot of times as these young men, that's hard because it goes against what the world says that they should be. It's tough, which is self-supporting. And uh, it's, it's, it's hard. It's hard to, be, to take somebody out of what could be a horrible situation. Bring him in here for a couple of days and put him right back in that same situation. And it's hard. We don't think about it a whole lot because we, we think about the present. We think about the time we were here. But a lot of those guys weren't in great situations. They were new. Uh, not Some of them did not proclaim to be Christians. When Scotty asked them during one of the sessions... They, there was five or six that did not raise their hands, whether they did it out of, you know, pride or pressure or whatever. But 
we don't know what their home life was. We don't know what their situation is. So, you know, as I told the rest, some of the rest of the guys, we need to be in prayer for them. Because uh, a lot of times that's like, that's like keeping your sandwich meat in the trash, pulling it out later and trying to make a sandwich. And then putting it back in the trash when you're finished to keep it till you're ready to pour it again. And that's it's hard because nothing in their life is pointing them to Christ. So hopefully some seeds were planted this weekend. Hopefully down the line, the Lord reaches down to them and, and they've got that seed planted and they can they can work work with it. And they can go forward and be drawn to them. Uh, that's our prayer for them. So uh, that's that's a taste of what our guys got this week. And there was a, there was uh, Scotty gave a, a great session on the gifts. Sam had a great session. Uh, Zach Foster spoke. These guys really got got to a lot of these these young men. And uh, the ones that maybe it didn't look like they got to, they heard. They heard. They might not have acknowledged it yet, but they heard. So there we go. Thank you all. Appreciate your leadership as well, Jerry. This was uh, asked Jerry if he would take over coordinating these retreats, and uh, he said he would give it a shot, and he did a great job. I had very little to do during the retreat. I didn't know what to do with myself. I was getting ice from the basement. I was making Gatorade, and just because uh, he had so many bases covered. But you know, to God's glory, by Friday night, even though there were 13 of these, about 30 plus guys uh, were brand new, first time they'd been here. And by Friday night, they were ministering to one another. Most of them were were being sympathetic and caring, just as you read. And they were praying for one another and ministering to one another uh, to the glory of God. So thank you, Jerry. Appreciate that. Um, Since this is Robbie's.